Ladies and gentlemen, the stars are all here. The end of the year, the greatest award show of all time. We're talking about the Shooties, the annual wrestling award show hosted by the Shoot Brothers, Mike the Shoot Shepherd, Cameron Osborne. Bang, baby. Lee, Mike, you said it right there. The stars are out. I've got my tux. Full tails. <laughs> um, the, uh, the the sham- Of course, we've walked the red carpet. The pa- the paparazzi, pr- as as prevalent as always, as present as always. Uh, because Mike, twenty twenty two was a massive year prof- in professional wrestling, like every year is. Is it just me, or since we started this show, so or since the first shooties rather in twenty nineteen, it seems as though these years are getting incrementally more exciting. <laughs> yeah, this it's, was definitely one of the wildest years, um, just in terms of news and all the crazy things that happened one after another. And uh, yeah, man, wrestling, wrestling never stops, and uh, neither do we. That's why we're here for the third annual, fourth annual, fourth shows. annual. Yeah, of course, the record <laughs> books. Uh, of course, yeah, we started this in 2019. Uh, a, a a very incredibly different landscape too. Well, we had a uh, we didn't have as many categories. Of course, actually, we had probably half the category. We covered all the big ones, and then started branching out into the ex- like really superfluous, uh, <laughs> kind of little bullshit that is all part of what makes professional wrestling. I think you know we 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 are, of course we cover. You'll be hearing uh, match of the year. Breakout star of the year, promo of the year, of course, male female wrestler of the year. Yeah, that's all there. But Mike, best hair, spot of the year, <laughs> yeah. best champion. Uh, of course, new uh, new category this year, most underutilized talent, uh, redemption of the year, and mm-hmm. best entrance. So of course, little things. You know, kind of every year, uh, they'll add little categories to the Oscars, Grammys. You no, know, a little more specific, kind of combing in on that niche. Because there's That's a right. there's, there's a lot uh, of important people that make up all of professional wrestling. Exactly, and this gives us more opportunities to recognize their achievements throughout <laughs> the year. I mean, who knows? Maybe in the future, uh, you know, we I could see best trainer. You know, like a total uh, <laughs> even best uh, best um, businessman. I don't know, like like non wrestling kind of even really like kayfabe categories, just like strict straight up business stuff. Uh, best <laughs> yeah. TV deal goes to I don't know, like and and that's the thing, you know. And uh, one thing, you know what, what, Mike? One thing I love about the shooters here is that there is no like every single moment in professional wrestling is. Like your nomination, right? Yeah, Anything I can. Mean, this isn't like you know. We don't. We're not talking dramas, comedies, documentaries. Like the entirety of 2022, could any at any point anybody can win any single award. Uh, it's, it's exciting. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be on TV. We've seen people on Twitter or posting on social media, like Lacey Evans. She won the shoot of the year. The work of the year. Work of the year, of course, famously. (laughs) Um, In Calgary, of course, uh, staying in character to the the police. Officer pulled her over for speeding or some (laughs) shit. I don't know. Uh, Maybe she saw 100 kilometers and thought it was 100 miles uh, per hour. So (laughs) she was just fucking zooming. I think that would probably get you uh, your license suspended, actually. 
Yeah, that'd be pretty. That's like 170 kilometers. I was about to say, shit, that's 160 kilometers an hour. (laughs) That'd be going pretty damn fast. Um, uh, But yeah, yeah, like we said, any of these things um, will actually qualify as we make our way down towards um, the thing. So let's kick off. I'm going to kick off uh, this year's uh, Shooty Awards. How's that sound? Sounds great. Sounds great. You know, uh, the fans are engaged. Ricky Gervais just gave his uh, opening his his opening monologue. Um, yeah, it was a lot of Vince McMahon jokes. It was a lot of Vince. It was mostly, <laughs> honestly, it was about ten and a half minutes of just Vince McMahon sexual allegations, uh, yeah. <laughs> jokes. Uh, so I'm gonna give you actually. Let's bring ourselves over to uh, now. This one's pretty high up. Certainly not the highest, but uh, I would uh, give it um, up there. So let's us bring out the best tag team. Oh, sure. Why not? One. Let's kick it off hot. Let's kick yeah. out a hot for the cat. Gotta spread out the love. We gotta spread out the love. You know, there's gonna be a lot of great things that are happening now. But best tag team, I wanted to talk about this one. Um, it's like so many winners for in the past that we've seen have just been these tag teams doing the these incredible these incredible in ring performances. You're right, F- uh, former winners like the Bucks, the Bros, Hangman, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, all defined by their in ring abilities to uh, just mesmerize the crowd. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Every t- best tag team winner are involved. <laughs> Anyways, um, but this year, we're, uh, I'm going a bit different. I'm going a bit different on this one uh, for not only a team that um, ca- captivated us in the ring, but seemingly came from nowhere um, in a, a, a with a crowd following that I have not seen in a long time. And I think <laughs> this year... Shooty winner for best tag team goes to the acclaimed. Oh, scissor me daddy. Scissor me daddy. They are they they've got they've got the gold. They've got the love. They got the fans. They've got the merch. I can't think of something that this team is truly lacking. Uh and <laughs> to come from nowhere in such an incredible you know, it, it, it was such a moment for everybody, I think. Everyone was so into it. Um, and these boys work hard to get there and they're still kicking ass on television. The acclaimed congratulations. Yeah. Fantastic year. Great team. Uh, yeah. Going from like basically nobody's like they were on the roster, but they weren't nearly what they've become. They now. were dark, dark extra. <laughs> What's it called? Uh, dark elevation. Elevation. Yeah, dark pretty extra. much. <laughs> um, Yeah. Good choice. I'm gonna stick. I think, yeah, you were you, you were gonna say that we've only picked AEW teams for this award. Uh, so far. I was just about to. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, the goes to show that there's no denying that they they put a little bit more importance on the tag division and mm-hmm. some of the top teams in the world work there, uh, including the team I'm gonna give it to. I mean, yeah, I'll just go out and say it. FTR. I've complained about some of their booking, but that's no fault of their own because every time you book them in a tag match, they are amazing. They had like three five-star matches with the Briscoes. It was uh, it was 5.5, their last one. Well, there you go. Yeah, one of the candidates for match of the year for many people. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, FTR. Love them. They're great. Just book them more. Um but yeah, that's not their fault, so I'm giving them the award. 
Congratulations to FTR. Um, yeah, but they hold held on to that Ring of Honor Championship for hundreds of days. Uh, just lost the AAA ta Championship last night. They only got one left. Yeah, running out. They've only got <clears> one <throat> left, and I guess uh, we are a mere few days away from Wrestle Kingdom. I, I have kind of forgotten about that. Yeah, and I mean, there's rumors going around that their contracts are coming up in uh, March or April, so who knows? Tony Khan might have to sweeten the pot if he wants to keep him around. Yeah, they're taking on uh, <laughs> Hiro uh, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Okay. IWGP <clears throat> Championship, so mm, okay. Congratulations, though. Congratulations, uh, uh, the acclaimed and FTR. <coughs> Excuse me. All right. I'll pick our next category. Let's go with uh, the rookie of the year. Mm -hmm. Not the Disney movie, the shooty category. <laughs> Um, yeah, some good choices. This, I mean, there's always, I mean, our the way we define rookie is a bit loose. It's basically if they're new to us, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think we consider them rookies. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm going to go with a guy who is a bona fide rookie. In fact, I think he's only had three matches because my rookie of the year, Logan Paul, just coming out the gate strong, uh, has over delivered and everything he's done. Tag matches that singles match with Roman Reigns ended up being just amazing, super good. Uh, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to seeing him do some more stuff. So, Logan Paul, my rookie of the year. So, that first match, I think, was the Miz and him against <laughs> Mysterios, right? At yeah. Mania, and then Miz turned, and then I think we got Miz, him at SummerSlam. Mm hmm. And then, yeah, for 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 a three for a three match resume, can, Matt, can you think of anybody else who has a three has a three match resume of of such a success rate? Yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> like specifically three, like their very first three matches, like not like the first three when they, you know, started in WWE or whatever. No, I mean flat out three uh it's yeah. incredible to see what a guy like logan paul can do um a, a contender all across the board some here would say on a special night like the shooties um and not only is he a rookie of the year mike he is a unanimous rookie oh, of baby. the year our first unanimous winner of the night <laughs> uh logan paul um tying uh tying braun breaker's record for um <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, for una unanimous in that position, yeah, Mike, you're right. That 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 cr all three of these matches have been bangers. He does the fucking yeah. splash on all three of them. It's sweet, and it's just a natural. Yeah, he's a fucking natural. That's what it is. It's uh, it was you know such a pain that he um got uh got injured there in that crown jewel match. Yeah, but because uh, no I would, I would, I would have put him in the Kofi spot for fucking uh, the Rumble. Have him jump on the fucking. Thing. <laughs> have him jump on the fucking thing. Kofi slipped yeah. up a couple times in recent years. Not to say he's getting old, but you know, I'm just saying <laughs> it's a fun spot. Let's uh, let's see what else. Uh, let's see who else can perform. Yeah, timelines looking like he'll miss the Rumble, but I'm sure he'll be back and have a pretty, pretty big match at WrestleMania. 
Yeah. So we'll have to see. Yeah. That. Hopefully. <clears throat> hopefully so. Yeah. P- kind of pluck him into. Uh, Pluck him into someone's, you know, pro, you know, a program or something like that, and we'll uh, we'll be fine. Yeah, I've heard some rumors about him wanting a match with John Cena, which would be pretty pretty damn big. That would be pretty cool, and you know, Cena would put him over, so he'd get a win. <laughs> uh, <laughs> congratulations, Logan Paul, our first unanimous uh, shooty winner. Uh, Mike, I'm going to come at us with here, um, with uh, with one with one of our newer categories, uh, but it's a very important one, I believe. It is the pop of the year. Yeah. Um, the pop, right? You know that 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 moment can be so many things, right? It can be the uh, the response to to the outcome of a match when that when that refs when that refs hand hits the mat for the third time, or that tap out occurs. It can be mm-hmm. um, the the drop of somebody's theme song, the shattering glass, if you will. Uh, or it <laughs> yeah. can it it can be this collective moment that uh, that that fans have been had been brewing on and they all got to experience together. Yeah. Uh, so Mike, I think I have to go for pop of the year. The shooty for pop of the year goes to Bray Wyatt's return at Extreme Rules. This was, that was one. A big one. This was a big one. Uh, the, the theatrics of it all. The fans kind of knew. It. The fans knew it was coming, and they got to see it. It was just very much like we did. We got to. See, we knew what. We didn't know what was going to happen, but we knew he was going to be there. Same kind of thing, Mike. And I don't know <laughs> if they boost the uh, the fucking playback footage on the WWE Network on their YouTube channel, or whatever. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it is one of the most clearly defined holy shit chants. <laughs> out there like it's it's not like these the holy shit chants happen all the time and it's kind of it'll be holy shit and then some one section is always lagging a little bit there's cheering in the middle <laughs> this is almost as if it was the entire arena just going holy shit it was as if it was all of them together in harmony uh and congratulations <laughs> to bray wyatt uh for his big return um it was a big moment pop of the year congratulations yeah very good choice um yeah, this one was kind of hard for me going because I couldn't decide if I wanted to do this for pop of the year, the most over, but it really was just a single moment. So I settled on pop mm-hmm. of the year. So boom, going back to WrestleMania weekend, uh, but not WrestleMania itself. I'm talking about the Hall of Fame when The Undertaker comes out and literally gets a seven minute long standing ovation, just <laughs> nonstop roaring, cheering, applause, doesn't say a word. The longest sustained ovation I've ever seen. Uh, I mean, obviously, everyone in the business respects The Undertaker, and that was the pop of the year for me. One of the craziest things I've seen from a crowd. And I mean, you think at a point someone would stop just because their hands hurt, you know? They're... Yeah, yeah or like they run out of voice or something, but the fact that it could just keep He probably going. could have got another five minutes, but he's like, all right, let's, uh, I got to get this going. <laughs> yeah, he's like, guys, we're on a fucking tight schedule here. <clears throat> Uh, oh, yeah. Wow! Undertaker Hall of Fame. Congratulations! Yeah, with scene. with an applause like that, you really can't, um, you really can't deny it. You really can't deny it. Uh, and for the fans, this this award's for you. This is the one award you get. Uh, <laughs> this is the award where yeah. you where Without, you can this do was, something about it. Yeah, if this was the Thunderdome, that that would not be a thing. Ex- yep. Uh, that's probably why we, didn't, why we didn't have it as an award until last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, well, congratulations, Taker, Bray Wyatt, you spooky motherfuckers. Uh, you're both shooty champion. <laughs> you're both shooty winners. 
There you go. All right. That brings us to our next category. Let's go with the best abandoned storyline, mm-hmm. which is uh, sometimes hard to remember because, I mean, they were abandoned. So it's like, yeah, I had to kind of think you, back you, a little bit. Sometimes you got to go back. You know, it's it's <clears> hard <throat> to uh, this one stuff. It's hard to um, uh, see it while it's like remember it while it's think about it while it's happening yeah because then it just kind of yeah you don't really notice it until it's been a while and you're like oh yeah uh so best abandoned storyline i'm going with one that um you know it was lining up to happen but now i'll just tell you uh aew the elite versus the undisputed the uh adam cole kyle o'reilly bobby fish things were lining up for the showdown between those six, and then of course Kyle gets hurt, Adam gets hurt, Bobby Fish isn't even with the company anymore, so we'll never get that three-on-three match that they were teasing, building up there. They even had what the undisputed elite going for a little while, and then yeah, it looked like they were gonna break up and have the match, but uh, now we'll never get it. You are right. That one's uh, that was a real kind of go back. Um, Adam Cole in. I'm cool. Got hurt at uh, in June yeah. at the fucking uh, Forbidden Door, and that was a lot. <laughs> you know, that that was a long time ago. Mike, wow, that was really. Uh, I think Kyle O'Reilly's been out even longer. I can't, no, I, can't even remember the last I think he he had a match with Moxley. Do you remember that? I thought that was in like March or something. <sighs> okay, you know, you might be right. I did think that was a little bit later. Uh, that I I picture, I picture that more like midsummer, but no, you could be right. Uh, Either way, it's done. Bobby Fish is gone, so they don't have the numbers. They can't do it. Yeah, they can't even do it. And uh, <laughs> that would have been a match that, yeah, like you, like you would, you know, you would said it was, it was written right there for us. You know, yeah, the, probably the, would have been part of the trios tournament. That could have been the, uh, the, the culmination. Mm-hmm. Right. The fuck it, you know, yeah. that they're built perfectly. You know, they have the one. Uh, the the one the the leader the team behind him, mm-hmm. the old the young God that would have been a great <laughs> match. Why are you making me think about that now, Mike? Hey, I mean uh, a lot of these categories, I've still got like two things written down. I don't decide until the moment the award comes. So wow, well, this, so this so Mike, <laughs> are you worried we're gonna run into a uh, a um, like a moonlight uh, La La Land type situation? I've never seen the movie. I uh, know. Do you remember it was the? Oh, you mean read the wrong read the wrong name? Yeah, yeah. Read the wrong name. Uh, no, no. It's more about me just giving them until the last possible moment, because you might say something to jog my memory or something that could. But for the most part, I lean towards one. But I have two or three names written down just in case. That would be funny if we did. Where uh, you know <laughs> you say yeah you say you know yeah. the first person is going to win, and then halfway through you're like I'm sorry no. Like yeah. as you're as you're talking about it, you're like, no, I don't agree. Pull a Steve <laughs> Harvey. What do you say about Steve Harvey? I, I remember he did that as well, like Miss America or something. Read the wrong name. Oh, I remember that. Had one to take too. the crown away from the girl. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah, that was a good one, also. Huh. But anyways. Let's hear yours. Yeah. Uh, well, a favorite abandoned storyline. Now, this, yeah, this is a hard one, Mike, like you had said. Um, while it happens, yeah, happening in the moment, it's hard to forget. 
Like, huh, it happened. Because sometimes, because I would say this is different than um, writing somebody off TV, right? This is something mm -hmm. that just uh, happens. It maybe gains a bit of traction. They want it to be cool. And then it just it just stops, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say my favorite abandoned storyline is more like a uh, abandoned uh, story idea. Maybe not even a storyline. Um, That's fine. <laughs> if that makes sense. I'm going to say yeah. uh, like my favorite abandoned storyline has been anything associated with the Andrade or Hardy or blank family <laughs> office. It's yeah. something that's so weird for me that every single week it seems like or every, you know every couple weeks somebody new is added, somebody new is subtracted, something else is on the line, somebody else is added. I have no clue who's in charge right now of I don't know whose office <laughs> it is anymore. I don't know who's even a part of it. Um yeah. and every I have I you know, but I know it's going to be oh wait, who's in charge of that? Who is actually Jose the assistant where where does he have to do with all of this um so I'm yeah I'm gonna say anything to the anything to do with the Hardy Andrade blank family <laughs> office all right I don't I get mean, it I'm fine with keeping it abandoned but <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite abandoned storyline and, that, yeah. and that's part of it. That, that's part of it. This is uh, we don't have too many negative awards, I guess. Uh, maybe this and, um, and another, you know, the least over category. Yeah, <clears throat> that's kind of the booby prize of the the, the least over. Yeah, but <laughs> like you're getting an award, but yeah, it's not really anything to be proud of. But <laughs> still fun for us. It's uh, it's my turn to get this one up here. Uh, so let's bring on uh, best theme music. Oh, another fun uh, one. You know, uh, there are all, all there are all time classics, right? I think certainly you your uh, a wrestler's booking will influence um, the, uh, the 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 popularity of the song, of course, right? Like it doesn't matter how cool uh, like Judas is if nobody's. If if Chris Jericho's yeah. not getting booked, it doesn't matter if how it's cool. QT Marshall coming out to that. There's probably not a big thing. Like QT Marshall could be coming out to the coolest song, <laughs> but nobody knows what the fuck it is because you're not out there. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> and I do give bonus point if you sing your own entrance music. That's that gives you an extra point. So Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, John Cena, some of the all time greatest entrance music. Well, and that's the thing, you know, or even just saying if you smell. You mean there's a little voice? Yeah, even just, yeah, a little talk over. That's fine. Does it doesn't doesn't Austin Theory have a talk over? Uh, I couldn't even tell you his music. I think he I has a talk it. over at the beginning though. Like um, the best. Like, a town down. Yeah, I think the, that I might know. actually be what. It, well, or it may not be him. Somebody says it, but regardless, yeah. um, I gotta give uh, my 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 my. This year, I was looking at best theme music, and I wanted to find something that not only gets the crowd engaged, but something that you know encapsulates the 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 performer themselves. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear the music, you see the person, you're like, yeah, these two things are exactly are, go together just like that. Um, but maybe a bit of a controversial decision here. Maybe our first uh, our first. What's it called? Underdog winner. 
Uh, <laughs> I think uh, the shooty of the award, the shooty of the year, goes to uh, "Carry On My Wayward Son" when the elite come <laughs> out. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know if I can call the elite underdogs. But. Well, no, they're certainly the elite are underdogs, but the the, the <laughs> know, song just... itself, you know, it's newly presented to us. But the more I think about the uh, the the vibe of the song and the tassels of the bucks. And the hair <laughs> and just every I'm looking at them like, yeah, this actually makes total sense. Even the pre the presentation on their video board, all these sorts of things. Uh, the song is that. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah. Uh, so amazing. the elite and Kansas, I guess, are co are co victors <laughs> this time. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that's the thing. We've got a couple of. Just real life established songs, but they're they're just as eligible as the originals. I mean, that's it's uh, yeah, it's part of the package, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. I mean, exactly. MJF song is like a royalty free fucking bow, Windows bow, Movie bow, Maker bow, theme song. Yeah, I'm just waiting for somebody to come <laughs> out to like that the the fucking entrance the or the opening theme to "It's Always Sunny." Just something that they could get for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. <clears throat> well, favorite theme music. Um, well, I can tell this is one you're thinking about. This, this, we're, <laughs> we're getting to a moonlighting situation. It's between the two, yeah. You know what? I'll give it to this guy. Uh, Eddie Kingston. I really like his music, the whole organ. Uh, it's like a Castlevania-inspired song. Don't hear it as much as when he first came. He's not getting booked on TV quite as much, but I love that theme song. It's got a good vibe to it. Love the organ, the little rap track over top of it. So I'll give it to Eddie Kingston. Congratulations, Eddie Kingston. I uh, I couldn't tell you what it sounds like, um, like off the top of my head. Like I couldn't hum it. I know what you're <laughs> saying, but I couldn't sing it off the top of my head. You know, the the song needs to. I think yeah, the entrance theme needs to encapsulate the performer. Like the, Taker wouldn't come out to carry on my wayward son, just like the elite <laughs> wouldn't come out to Rollin' by Lip Biscuit. <laughs> I mean, I could see him doing a parody, coming out on motorcycles. Okay, those guys, yes, but I can't see it the other way. <laughs> I know. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was my other choice was carry on my wayward son, but I and like lean towards Eddie at the end. Of and the like day. we said, you know, uh, any moment can uh, actually be a part of this uh, of these awards. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so what you got for me? All right, up next, let's go to the. Most improved award. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this doesn't necessarily have to be for young guys. This is, you know, just basically year to year, your 2022 compared to your 2021. Uh, yeah, did you improve? Did you get better? So, my choice may surprise some people because I'm going with a veteran uh, because I thought his 2022 was just so much better than his 2021. I'm talking about the Ocho, Chris Jericho. You know, he lost about 30 pounds. He had a string of just amazing matches. He made me give a shit about the Ring of Honor world title for a little bit. We saw, we saw him defend such a title. Yeah. I mean, arguably one of his best years in wrestling he's had in ring-wise. So I know it's weird to say, but most improved, Chris Jericho. Wow. Uh, that is just like that, you know, it's, um, he's, he's gotten in better shape physically. He, he's fucking night and day from when he at least started, at least here in AW even. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He's really just chiseled out a bit, lost some weight, 
Probably cut back on the beer a bit. <laughs> I don't Moved know. over to vodka sodas. Yeah, just vodka uh, on ice. <laughs> and the, uh, yeah, and the JAS, again, just new thing. It, he's done, he's been doing something since he started here in AEW. And uh, he, he rolls around from faction to faction, from name to name, from gimmick to gimmick. Uh, but you're right, he took a step up this year. Yeah. He took a step up this year, Mike, which is why Chris Jericho is a unanimous, most improved <laughs> shooty winner, Mike, just because you're an older performer. That No controversy there, my friend. I know, I'm sure. Uh, because <laughs> yeah, I, I have I have often, even, uh, so in the NBA, there is a most improved award, and there are often years where, like, a guy should have won it even though he's already sick. Like, he, he, he they get better. You can still get better. In so yeah. many ways. Uh, like, there's been a few years where I thought LeBron James should have won MVP and most improved. Because it's like, <laughs> yeah, he he clearly put, added this new bag of skills while still being badass. Like, I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive. But Chris Jericho, uh, congratulations. Our second unanimous winner of the uh, year. Chris Jericho is a multiple-time shooty. He, the shooties are just lining up his fucking mantle. Uh, yeah. At home, he needed a second fireplace with a second mantle. <laughs> yes, for his already crowded trophy case. Exactly. But, uh... too, too full. Too full. <clears throat> and uh, the night's not over. He still got. He still got some room. I hope. In case, just in case. He still has. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he still has something. He still has something. Congratulations, Chris Jericho, um, for adding some more hardware to the list. Let's move ourselves over. Here we got one here for you. Mike, we are looking at the best hair. Oh, now, yeah. The best hair. One of my favorite. <laughs> best hair has a, um, has a history of just being anything to do with hair. It can be a lot yeah. of it. It can be it can be it can be the length, it can be the thickness, the the color, the uh, true hair is truly malleable. You can do anything with it. What are you going to do with it? Where do you want it to be? Where do you not want it to be? All of these things are very important when considering best hair. Mhm. Mm and um, you know, Mike, you can you can you can add a bunch of colors. You can you can lengthen. You can you can straighten. You can curl. Um, or sometimes you can make a little change, uh, and it can be anything you want. Ah, this is all this is all a lot of build up. I'm trying to do like you know you know when people come out and they they they, they intro the category before announcing the nominations. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to do here. Feel free to stop yeah, me if I'm rambling. Of course, I'll go right ahead. <clears throat> uh, but this year. This year, I have to say, um, just because uh, you can do anything with it, and this performer often does shooty winner, best hair, Jade Cargill. The way yeah. her hair is always reflecting what she's wearing down to the ring. I don't know if that you, you're. It's probably terrible for your hair. The amount of changes <laughs> that are happening to it. The amount of time I'm sure that she's spending just sitting in the the salon chair all, for all the work, all for us. You don't have to do that, Jade. Uh, but she did it for the shooty. So congratulations. Yeah. No, she definitely puts in the work. Um... Especially every pay-per-view, you know, she's coming out with a new look, a whole costume. And yeah, like you said, the hair is probably the hardest part. I mean, she's got like shiny neon green, mm -hmm. platinum white, just like crazy colors. Uh, so I'll make it unanimous. Jade Cargill, wow. we respect that hair game. 
So you go, girl. I do want to say, though, Mike, uh, it, 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 it was a close matchup personally for me um, between Jade and, I got to say, a quick runner-up, a very quick runner-up, Brock Lesnar's ha- hair, pop hair <laughs> thing. Yeah. That I thought I thought that would have done it. I thought something as simple as that to make us go da fook. Uh, yeah. With the chin beard. It was clo- close. Very, very close for Mr. Lesnar, I do have to say. Yeah, I'll give you an honorable mention. I really like uh, Dakota Kai, her whole Neapolitan ice cream hair with the pink, <laughs> the white. And ice cream. <laughs> That's what I call it. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> uh, and, of course, last year's winner, Bianca Belair, because... She's the only one who actually uses it in her arsenal. The hair is like a part of part <laughs> yeah. of her gimmick in her match, but uh, not this year. Jade not this Cargill's year. Time. But uh, congratulations, Jade Cargill, unanimous champ. Uh, maybe we'll see you later on the show. Maybe. Uh, maybe we'll see you later on the show. I don't know. Maybe. Or in real life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You could just be walking down the street <laughs> one day. <laughs> like, oh, shit, is that Jade Cargill. All right. Our next... Shooty Award. Let's go with the pay-per-view of the year. Um, I mean, a lot of good shows, a lot of big matches. Sometimes it's hard to remember, but for me, it was basically a two-horse race. Two shows stood above the rest. But at the end of the day, I got to give it to Full Gear, one of our most recent ones. And... I remember I was texting you halfway through the show. I'm like, this this is already probably the pay-per-view of the year, only halfway through it. Just banger after banger. That uh, The trios match, the return of the elite, the amazing Ring of Honor, Fatal 4-Way, Jungle Boy cage match, MJF winning his title, Jamie Hayter winning her title. I could go on. Uh, just all those things. It really felt like the big reset AEW needed after the fallout from All Out and CM Punk, all that drama. Full gear was the perfect way to bounce back, and uh, my pay per view of the year. Yeah, you had said. I, I believe actually what you said halfway through was, "If this keeps it up, <laughs> we're like yeah, I'm halfway through, it's on pace. and it's pretty <clears throat> damn good so far." Yeah, it's like uh, one or two matches away, and then they did it. So yeah, yeah. No, you are. Uh, it, it was a fantastic pay per view. Um, it was a pay per view, not a premium live event. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. we paid, you paid for the, you paid per your view. I did not pay, but that's okay. I, I did not pay. Um. I mean, I paid for my internet and my electricity, so. So yeah. hopefully Tony, yeah, there you go, TK. I'll pay for my internet. <laughs> I'll pay for my internet. Hydro uh, One. <laughs> yeah, t- Tony Khan, just ask Hydro One how much I owe you or how much you yeah. can take <laughs> from that money. Um. I would have to say, uh, Mike. Yeah, you said you said you said it all right there. You said it all right there. It had uh, uh, full gear twenty twenty two had a little something for everybody. It had mm-hmm. we had we had our gimmick match, of course, Lucha Boy, uh, sorry, <laughs> Lucha Boy, uh, Jungle <laughs> Boy, a Luchasaurus. Um, of course, the triumphant return of the uh, of the elite. MJF's big crowning moment and uh, even um, I believe that was the same night that we gave up the term interim on uh, on the yeah. AW women's champion I believe that was sort of it and yeah so many more and uh, Mike I gotta say a unanimous shooty for full gear 2022 Mike I like how the way you said it right there it was like a reset the reset they needed 
And yeah. uh, you know, thinking about it, it it really was. We got our our new champion who had nothing who had nothing to do with you know with the CM Punk uh, championship at all. MJF and mm-hmm. CM Punk they had their thing, but it wasn't f- no nothing for stake. And you know, yeah. the elites return, Jamie Hayter's victory, even the acclaimed retaining. You know, so many things. Uh, yeah, yeah one hell just... of a night. Yeah, just top to bottom. There wasn't really a bad match on the show, and there was like five or six, like four and a half star plus matches. So, one of the all one one of the best pay per view in AEW history. Probably top two. It's hard to decide between that and All Out twenty twenty one. But yeah, and uh, I mentioned my runner up, Clash of the Castle, was a great show as well. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. If Drew had won the title, maybe it could have got. If the, Drew had the won nod. the title, I think a lot of things would be different. <laughs> yeah, the a lot of awards a, might be different. The shooties <laughs> would have been a drastically different uh, award show had they put the bell on Drew McIntyre and that on that night. I'm not, just looking through it right now. Uh, yeah, he would have won like six. <laughs> I think for me personally, for me personally, at yeah, least, no, probably that uh, moment yeah, would have probably. been, uh, that moment would have been so big. Uh, but yeah. congratulations to, um, uh, Full Gear 2022, uh, Mike, yeah. uh, along with All Out 2021, where you and I are two for two for, um, pay-per-views unanimous pay per views of the year. That is correct. So there you go. Our tastes are, when it comes to the actual wrestling, our tastes are pretty similar. Oh, yeah. I got to say. Or we just like good stuff. We just like good (laughs) shit. We like good shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Good shit. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. Uh, I got one here for you, Mike. Let's uh, bring out the uh, spot of the year. Um, aka the Io Shirai Award. I think if this, if, if this award had like a, you know, like a, you know. The Rocket Richard Award, like the yeah, the Io Shirai yeah. Award would be for Spot of the yeah. Year. Maybe um, in a couple of years we can rename. Some yeah, of yeah, we can rename some of them. Maybe depending on how uh, some things end up or whatever. But who knows? Yeah, that'd be a front runner. Uh, spots yeah. of the Year, Mike. We've seen Io Shirai jump off with garbage cans. We've seen her use garbage cans. We've said in the past, you know, we we've seen dead eyes off of ladders. We've seen yeah. fucking Canadian destroyers Crazy. off top ropes, and we've seen it all. <laughs> like we have been, uh, like you said, we've been in just such a such an exciting past few years of professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I just I say I've never seen, I've never seen this, Mike. I don't think you've ever seen this, and I gotta say it was pretty fucking cool. Brock Lesnar lifting the ring <laughs> with a tractor for Roman Reigns to comically fall back off of it. <laughs> I've I don't think we'll ever see that's that was on a different proportional level. Of course, this was their match at SummerSlam. Uh, huge. I can't I, I can't put it into words. What what was happening going through my mind uh, when that happened? Uh, Brock Lesnar lifting the ring with a tractor trailer. You are, you win the spot of the year Io Shirai award. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you said it all, so I'll just let you know it's a unanimous. Yeah, Brock let's Lesner. go. <laughs> I yes. mean, truly, we never have seen something like that. We may never see that. I mean, probably not that exact spot again. We've seen the ring fall apart, but not be lifted and bent and contorted and just. I mean, there's a there's a there was some unpredictability to that. You don't know what's going to happen if a metal beam's going to snap and fling. Like, something do you think into the they practiced and... it once? 
I don't know. <laughs> it would take. I don't know. And see, I mean, and you know, sure. you know, Vince had nothing to do with that because Vince wouldn't want to waste money ruining a ring. <laughs> yeah, they probably just had Lesnar drive the tractor and like get close, like okay, and then later you're actually gonna lift it. Yeah, <laughs> so and the guy's so like, "Hey, lift it right here." <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> put the thing right there. But, I love. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the memes of Roman Reigns where it's like a it's like a still image of him falling back. And it's just like, and it says like freeze frame. I bet you're wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> That's <great. laughs> or like record, sorry, record scratch. I bet you're wondering how I wound up here. Uh, yeah. What an incredible moment! Some of these spots, and uh, that doesn't mean that we didn't see a whole hell of a lot of fant- amazing in-ring performance. Uh, no, you know, but, athletic uh, performance, but this was just fucked. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have any other options written down because this was definitive. Yeah, as soon as it happened, <laughs> you know, Mike, I like to keep a running tally and then, or sort of like yeah, as soon as it happens, here. I write it down. Yeah, and so this, you don't forget this. This had been this had been top of the li- this had been top of the list since that night. <laughs> since Same here. Yeah, exactly. Congratulations to Brock Lesnar. Um, maybe even your first shooty award, actually. Maybe. I mean, he's not around a whole lot, so he's he's only got so many chances at them. But uh, mm-hmm. certainly a deserving candidate. For Very a much lot so. Of awards. Oh no, uh, he's he's won he's won a few. Uh, he's won a few. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's uh, go over to uh, one of the awards for non-wrestlers. Talking about the commentary, uh, commentator of the year award. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think last year I gave it to Pat McAfee, but he's been gone most of this year. So he's not in the running to to go back to back. So I'm just going to give it to the man, the man in the mask, the most qualified man in current North American wrestling. He knows, you know, sometimes I don't even know the name of these moves, but he'll, he'll always teach me. Of course, talking about Excalibur. He's just per- great at his job. He calls the matches, doesn't try to get himself over. He, he fucking can run down 15 matches in 15 seconds and <laughs> it's the does everything he needs to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he knows the history, knows the background of every person, every promotion ever, it seems. So he's he's the encyclopedia of the commentary world, Excalibur. Excalibur, the, the man in the mask. Um, I saw a thing with him. His uh, entrance into the wrestling world, he wrote for a wrestling video game magazine. That was his um, very first uh, wrestling-related gig. There was a magazine just for wrestling video games? Yes, and he was a writer on that magazine. Mm-hmm. And that was his first, like, he knew wrestling, but that was how he... Uh, you know, he was he was kind of thrown to the fire and forced to learn everything about everything, and, uh, and this is where we are now. Cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Way to go! Uh, congratulations to um, Excalibur, Mike. I'm flipping the deck here on this one. Uh, I had given to you know Excalibur had been my champion uh, for two years consecutive. I think he had been he had been a two side two times shooty winner on my side but um what we've seen recently from this uh this man on commentary is just the the the, the unhinged version the version of himself mike i think all of us um if we're we've all had bosses that are two in your throat they won't just let you do your job you know you you know just let me do my thing i can do it and uh <laughs> seeing that that weight relieved for a first time truly getting to see what you're capable of uh, is your shooty winner Michael Cole 
Bebe. Yeah. No, I, that's yeah, very true. He's, and he's has, on a whole new level. And has always be has been a great commentary. You know, he's been on great on commentary for years. Not saying he was shitty before, but just this kind of this bumped up. I've really noticed. Uh, I've really noticed a difference um, over on the SmackDown side, especially on the pay per view side. <laughs> like calling big old matches, and he's been doing a lot of them, following Roman yeah. Reigns around the world. So uh, Michael Cole, Excalibur, congratulations. Yeah, Michael Cole, it really feels like it was two things. First was the Pat McAfee pairing, which helped him loosen up, get a bit more silly. And then, of course, Vince McMahon being gone gave him all the freedom to just call whatever he wants. Yeah, <laughs> just call his own shots. He's, wor- he's working for himself yeah. now. Oh, uh, well, yeah, congratulations, so. both Michael Cole and Excalibur. Shooty winners. Um, as they always are. Let's uh, bring you another one here. Let's bring you the... Uh, ooh, this is Shooty Award for uh, Best Promo of the Year. Ooh. Yeah, now anytime a microphone is touched, a Promo of the Year candidate <laughs> is born. Yeah. Right? One Certainly. would say. Whether, when, whether, whether you're standing at the top of the ramp, whether somebody comes down in the ring. Hell, I'll even open it up to uh, uh, the backstage segments. But backstage segment can yeah. damn well be a promo, um, and some you know these promos are meant to instill fear into the eyes of not only its competitor but the audience. You know, getting over. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get over a little too hard, Mike. And sometimes you get over and you don't know what to do about it. <laughs> and the crowd, the crowd doesn't know what to do about it. Hell, even the performers in the ring don't even know what to do about it. Mike, uh, the promo of the year shooty winner is Sami Zayn, not very oozy. <laughs> I can't die this way. It was, and these promos have been good, and just the breakdown from uh, the ent- the entire moment after that happened, uh, and the crowd was so into. Every second of whatever the hell happened, <laughs> followed following Sami Zayn saying he's not feeling very oozy. Yeah, um, just everyone in the ring cracking smiles. Cra- every, and everyone in the ring slowing <laughs> it. You're saying, say, you know, it, the crowd was responding back to it. It was, uh, it was a real fun moment. It wasn't the classic intensity promo that uh, you know we see all the time. It was just a, uh, just a real special moment. Sami Zayn, not yeah. very oozy. Shooty winner. <laughs> Yeah, that was a great one. Uh, but I went with the other side of the coin that you mentioned, the intensity. I mean, they're both they're both great stuff. I did have the Sammy one as a candidate, but uh, my promo of the year happened right after Double or Nothing. All the controversy surrounding MJF and the no-show to the fan meeting and Tony Khan and his contracts. He comes out after the pay-per-view, cuts that big promo, just lays it all on the table. Ends it off by calling Tony Khan a fucking mark. And, uh, I mean, we've had tons of great MJF promos, but uh, that one was just a great one. I mean, they're all great, but that was my promo of the year. Wow. Yeah, the pipe bomb. I think that's uh, kind of what it is. It's MJF's pipe bomb. Yeah, that really was. He dropped the F-bomb on the pipe bomb. and He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did, and then went on a beautiful vacation only to return. <laughs> Yeah, a few months later. Only to have a a lackluster return, unfortunately. But, hey. Well, yeah. Or, like, you know, like, (laughs) you know, like, have him be the Joker. I don't know. You know, have him actually be the Joker. I don't know. Yeah, the ending of that match was weird. A lot of things, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but uh, this promo itself was great. Yeah. I'll give an honorable mention to Dax Harwood and that awesome promo he did talking about his daughter. Yep, that was a uh, hole in her heart. And, very close also. Yeah. Yep, very, yeah, very close. One there. Those were the three. All right. Jumping over from there, let's go to the faction of the year. Uh, so I guess any any group with three people or more can qualify for this. <laughs> yeah, I would say it has right? to be, I think, three or more. That is the number. Yeah, they don't have to be wrestlers. You can have a manager. You can have anything, really. <clears throat> uh, but for me, you know, uh, the bloodline. That's all there is to it. They are kept strong all year. They started as a three-piece. They added Solo. They added Sammy. And just everything they do has been great. All those promos, countless moments, uh, the matches, the titles, everything. The Bloodline Faction of the Year. Yeah. It's, um, not many groups have done what they've done with such dominance, uh, you know, between the, both the singles and the uh, and the tag division. Right? Mm -hmm. they're, they're in front of us on television. Every single week, every single show. Well, SmackDown more than Raw, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They still show up on Raw once. Well, at least not always Roman, but the other guys show up a lot. Exactly. The Usos <laughs> are there. Roman's not going to waste his time with a shitty, with something like Monday Night Raw. But uh, <laughs> No, you are right, Mike. Um, and factions oftentimes take take the uh, the world by storm. You know whether it be uh, yeah whether it be the inner circle who immediately dominated their rival AEW or the elite who uh, you know had, had a similar bloodline trajectory of just fucking nonstop. Um, so Mike, we got to give um, this uh, faction of the year unanimous the bloodline. The amount mm -hmm. of work that this team has put in, uh, just just period. You know, and that's and that is all three of them. Um, T together individually it's it's incredible yeah all six of them really if we want to include paul Heyman and yeah yeah oh that's a good point that's a good <laughs> point yeah uh yeah with between sammy solo paul Heyman, they are they are a six-man faction yeah so mm. uh yeah there you go unanimous faction of the year congratulations to the bloodline I'm going to come up with our next one here. Uh, we're going to, look, going to look at the shooty for work of the year. Right? Uh, now, this one this one can kind of happen at any time also. Yeah. In the ring, out of the ring, uh, anywhere in between. <laughs> uh, in the ring, out of the ring, or even just like sometimes something you thought would happen and then didn't. Yeah. Something that yeah, you thought absolutely. was so on a fucking trajectory <laughs> and then you got swerved, they swerved you, and then you're just wait, how did we end up here? How how are we here now? Mike, yeah, the shooty winner for work of the year are FTR the belt collectors. Mm -hmm. I thought they were gonna do it. I was like I was like, there's <laughs> no did. way, there's no way they can't. Like we have one, yeah. we got two, we have three. Okay, we're waiting for number four. I cannot believe I mean, it never fucking happened. I uh, yeah, I got were... so worked. <laughs> I was so worked, baby. And um, yeah, I mean they 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 were ranked number one for so long. Tony Khan had to get rid of the ranking system because they're like, well, fuck, we can't give them the titles. <laughs> we're just gonna have to. We can't even give them a title shot. They were ranked number one since April. And it took him till December to get that title shot. So, 
I can't work, believe it, Tony. And I mean, unless, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if they, if they lose these championships here on uh, at Wrestle Kingdom in a couple days, it's game over. I'm starting to believe the rumors that they might explore free agency. That they'll just go Who back knows? to WWE. I mean, now that Hunter's in charge, he took good care of them in NXT. There might be some good stuff there. I mean, I guess, but Maybe I the... guess someone needs to take out the bloodline, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, I'll give you my work of the year. It's, uh, yeah, I'm going with something that happened kind of in a, a, a contained moment, contained event. Uh, could have been in contention for promo of the year, I guess, but this was my work of the year. When we had an in-ring segment on SmackDown with the Bloodline and Sami Zayn, and all of a sudden Roman starts turning on Sami. He's like, "Get that shirt off!" And then Uso rips it off his chest. I'm thinking, "No, don't do this." They're kicking him out of the group. But then Roman tosses him the new T-shirt, the honorary Uso shirt. They had me. I really thought that was the moment that <laughs> Sami was getting the boot. But uh, it ended up being an even better moment. They officially made him into a member of the group and. Yeah, loved it. They worked me. I got worked hard in that promo. Great work by everyone. Wow. Yeah, that was uh, that that had I think the whole building I think was on their feet at that moment. Yeah, like they could, they like, can't no, possibly do this. Do this. <laughs> yeah. So they got me. They got me good. Wow. Uh, well, congratulations to um, to both Sami Zayn and I guess that. I guess FTR, uh, for, <laughs> for being um, your uh, work of the year shooter champions. All right. Okay. Next category. Should we do one of the big ones? Sure. Give it to me, baby. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Let's go with the best women's wrestler of the year. Um. This one was tough. Is tough. <laughs> Basically, can I mean, you know, okay. we've had <laughs> You're still you're still deciding right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some people had great first halves to the year, cooled off, some people came on strong in the second half and uh Yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of different things in play. But at the end of the day, I guess I'll just have to give it to the one who uh, worked the hardest and uh, the best overall wrestler for me. I'm going to give it to her back-to-back winner, Bianca Belair. Uh, A little bit of a cooler second half compared to the first half, the WrestleMania with Becky Lynch and all that. And maybe fought Bailey a bit too many times, but I still think she's the best in the business when it comes to women's wrestling and uh, hopefully pick things back up for WrestleMania season with a big challenger here. You're right. Yeah. Congratulations, Bianca Belair. You're right. I think this was a weird year only because um, the names we normally expect, like Charlotte hasn't been around. Becky's been on and off hurt. Bailey returned. Rhea hasn't been in. Um, (coughs) Sasha's gone. Sasha's gone. Um, Thunder Rosa was injured for a long period of time. Um, With Britt Baker out. (coughs) She broke her nose again or something, I think, probably. Um, yeah. Like it sort of seemed like everybody at the top of the pyramid, um, or you know, in in that top ish line, just weren't around. 
Yeah, so I kind of almost had to default. I will say Rhea Ripley, I did have her as a name here, but I'm like, ah, she just didn't do enough. Like, she was there, but if you only wrestled two or three matches, I don't know if I can give it to you. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> not quite enough, like, you yeah. know. But to even be in the mix just for being such a good character, I had to, yeah, I had her written down. But at the end of the day, Bianca Belair, back-to-back winner for me. Congratulations to um, to Bianca Belair. Uh, like like you had said, yeah, unanimous decision last year. <clears throat> oh, God, this was a tough one for me also because here I am, you know, like I had just said, it was a difficult year around all of those things, all of those factors. So I just got to think who was on top, who is not only on, on, on top of their game, but on top of the game. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Um, and if I can't, if if I can think of just pure somebody who purely dominated the field in which they were presented, I have to go with none other than Mandy Rose, former NXT champion, uh, 413 days uh, in a singular yeah. reign, uh, former for, former employee of the <coughs> company to begin with. Um, yeah, is this? Is this the first time a released star has won an award? That's Probably a good not, point. But. Yeah, at, like at the time of their release, I do wonder. Uh, yeah. And you know, and she she came down to NXT in you know mid twenty twenty one, kind of won the championship there towards the end at the at the havoc, I believe, and um, then mm-hmm. really was just kind of given every single performer down there. Everyone gets a yeah. fucking shot. Everyone gets a chance, and she did so all while being the leader of that locker room. Yeah. I'm sure. Um, yeah, no, she did a great job. Just completely uh, reinventing, reinvigorating herself. Really standing out. It's a shame he lost her, but I mm-hmm. think the door will be open for a return. And that's the thing, the right? You can only do so much. <coughs> Rox- <coughs> excuse me, Roxanne Perez. She's the she's the head of the pack now. And I think Mandy Rose did her bit, so I got to say um, congratulations to both Bianca Belair and Mandy Rose. Yeah, two great choices. And with that award, Mike, let us t- take a repose. All right, folks. Uh, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs> Stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother, yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. here ladies and gentlemen to the shooties the 2022 edition 2023 is just around the corner and uh we're on the trajectory to even see more incredible professional wrestling as the years go on yeah no signs of slowing down uh especially now that vince mcmahon's out of the picture uh it's kind of elevated the game of everyone yeah, it's made everything uh, a little more a little more possible, a little more feasible. Yeah, like now, I mean, obviously, AEW is a hot spot for free agents, but now that Triple H is in charge, there's a lot of people that are thinking about going back and stuff like that. So it's nice to have. But then, don't you? You know, of course, right? Well, and, that, and that'll be fun, right? Because then, do both companies run into the exact same problem, or? You know, is is that extra two hours of TV time make prove to make that big of a difference? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into uh, before we keep on rolling with the shooties. I think it's time that we bring our 2022 totals to a close. Um, when we're talking the uh, well, I guess this is a shootie in and of itself. Shooty for wrestler of the week. Shooty. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. 
Of course, every single week we pick a, a a wrestler of the week. Sometimes these things are harder than others, right? Um, sometimes you get lulls and sometimes you get ups and downs, but you actually end up uh, having a great year in professional wrestling. So, do you want to get into it? Let's do it, Mike. This is you, always a fun surprise for me, Mike. You and I both had thirty-eight different wrestler of the weeks. Okay. Okay. Throughout the time, um, and this year was very special in that most years you and I will uh, kind of uh, three is the winner. Nobody's ever beaten three. Or sorry, um, you beat or Bianca Belair and Brian Danielson have both. They've both. The they've both won four in a single year. But Mike, usually okay. you and I have a series of two. You and I have a lot of twos. You know, we'll have ten two-time winners and then a chunk of one-time winners. Yeah. Uh, this one's weird, Mike, because for the first time, uh, there's hardly any two-time winners between the two of us, which is actually pretty funny, Mike. On your side, Brian Danielson and Hangman Adam Page won the award twice. Okay. It's a little weird, but Mike, uh, the three-time winner, you want to guess who? The only three-time winner this year? On, on you, Yeah, on your side of the, uh, of, of the equation. Um, MJF? MJF is a three-time Wrestle of the Week winner. All right. And we just have, <laughs> we have more single times than... We usually do. Like, we have, yeah, 33-something, uh, like, one-time wrestler of the week. So it's crazy. Spreading the love this year. Yeah. We really are. Yeah, so over on my side, we have 38 also. Two-time wrestler of the week winner, Logan Paul and Chris Jericho. And this one was actually very surprising to me, Mike. Um, Three-time wrestler of the week champion, uh, Cody Rhodes. Well, no, he he had some uh, some great matches. I'm going to say much. at least at least, and you know, I don't have these weeks kind of, uh, or you know, things are recorded a certain way. I would have done it probably after Mania, after Hell in a Cell. Yeah, and then one other one, and I can't remember what the other one was. Um, <laughs> Maybe the the middle match between him. The and middle match the between the two of them, <laughs> whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so those are your your, your kind of breakdowns for the uh, for the year. That's fun. It's mm. always fun to see those numbers. Yeah, we really spread the love this year a lot more uh, than we have that we have in the past. Yeah, you know, I new, mean that's new that's champions a good sign. like Maki Ito, of course Solo Sokoa yeah, got his name her. up there. Ar Fox, Cora Jade, Action Andretti. Yep, yep, uh, and as uh, you know, uh, Takeshita, he got his yeah, name up there a, a couple of, times. A lot of fun new names. Mm-hmm. So that's how that one goes. Cool. Now let's get back to our shooties action. Uh, I will bring you one here. How's that sound? Sounds good. What if I bring you the best champion? 
This is someone. I'll take it. This is <laughs> someone who, to me, uh, this is someone who, to me, embodies uh, every the, 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 everything that it is to be the champion. You know, the uh, whether it's the on-air presence, the in-the-ring presence. You're there. You're you're winning. You're doing so well. You're engaging the fans. It's a lot of thing, Mike. And sometimes uh, it, it, it's easy. It's just to stay away from all that bullshit. Um, <laughs> your ch- best champion this year. I got to give to John Moxley. He. Got the he got the belt back when he wasn't supposed to have it. He kind of it was kind of the summer of Mox again. He was yeah. out here every single week doing promo after promo after this guy after that guy, and he really kind of put everyone on his back until it was time, uh, you know, for him to give to MJF and whether that was supposed to be CM Punk dropping or, yeah, you know, he stepped in the position he didn't have to. He probably didn't want twice. to twice. Twice, yeah, fuck. Yeah, two-time uh, champion. Yeah, exactly. Now I think he's uh, he's, he's an officially a three-time champion. I think. Yeah, the only one in history of AEW. Um. So congratulations to John Moxley. Uh, you're the best champion. Yeah. No, he really did uh, answer the call of duty when they needed someone big to fill those shoes. Uh, but I'm gonna go with a guy who was. Active a bit more as a champion, uh, maybe not wrestling wise, but he he held those belts. Roman Reigns, double champion, WWE and Universal champion. Uh, you know he's not defending it every month, but uh, when he does come out and defend those belts, you know it's going to be a big deal. You know it's going to be a big match. And uh, whenever he loses either one of those titles, you know that's going to be a big deal as well. So Roman Reigns. <clears throat> Yeah, big, big stuff. Um, and he's been that double champion since uh, since April. Fuck, God, when's he gonna yeah. lose him? Never. I don't think. I don't think. I at this point, I think he's just never gonna lose the belt. He's just gonna retire. <laughs> no, he'll he has to lose at least one of them. Split them up. Hopefully. Yeah, he'll lose the WWE championship, and then he'll just like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to Hollywood, and then he'll just retire, vacating the Universal Championship. <laughs> we'll see. See if he wants to chase down Bruno San Martino's record. Just needs another six years or something. <laughs> well, I mean, at this rate. <laughs> but that's it. Those are our best champions of the year. Congrat- <clears throat> congratulations, congratulations, uh, former members of the Shield. Where are you, Seth? <laughs> yeah, hasn't been. Uh, I mean, he was U.S. champion, but uh, wasn't quite on the level of. I mean, I feel like world champions are usually the top for this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, women's champions and world champions. Yeah, fa- fa- famously, uh, yeah, famously, they are the 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 world champions of their respective divisions. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, who knows? Gunther, keep up your title intercontinental thing. You could be in contention. We'll see next year. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Let's go to our next award. Let's do the feud of the year. Mm. So, uh, you know, some feuds drag on a bit. Some are just a one and done. But, uh, yeah, for me, I just kind of based this award on the quality of matches. And I couldn't think of a better just back to back to back. Then the trilogy of matches we got between Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, uh, the return at WrestleMania, the legendary Hell in a Cell match, 
and then that middle match. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> what was the middle match? I can't even. I can't think. I remember it was good. I remember it was like the WrestleMania match. Uh, just another good match. But uh, yeah, just based on the in-ring action, they did not disappoint on any level. So Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, my feud of the year, and one they can go back to whenever Cody's. Free. Uh, Cody returns. No, he said he has higher aspirations. Did you, say, did you, yeah, did but you see Raw the other day? See what's that? What if Rollins is the champion at that time? Then he'll have to go. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, well, congratulations to both Cody Rhodes and Seth Rollins putting on a show for us in dramatic fashion. Uh, too bad. Who knows what could have been, right, if uh, had the injury not occurred. Yeah, but, uh, you know, that, that injury added a lot to that other match. So who knows? Who knows what would have happened there? Yeah, good point. Anyways. Good point. But congratulations uh, to the two of them. Uh, so let's. Uh, what do I have for here for feud of the year? And like we said, like we said before, these um, these shooties are, are usually kind of towards those world champions, or you know, uh, at, you know, it's famously, I think, uh, you know, because that's where the money is, right? Seth and Cody were putting on a main event level feud. For for pride alone, yeah. Uh, which is uh, which incredible feat? I'm going the other way. I'm looking more of the world title scene, uh, just because kind of along lines, fresh off of a win, um, for best champion, a feud of the year, uh, was really just John Moxley versus everyone. <laughs> the, the the take on all comers, dude. Um, that, that, this version of this, th this version of this, it was, it was whoever came on. That's what it was. It was, I've built this thing from bones and then someone comes <laughs> out and they did, they did some good shit. And then the next guy would come out and they would do some good shit. Uh, you see, I just loved everything he did all year. Top to bottom. So I gotta say John Moxley versus the world. That's the feud <laughs> of the, that was the feud of the year. Yeah, no, he really stepped up when needed. He's, uh, yeah, he's kind of the backbone of AEW, and he's st he's still coming out like every week. Like I thought this guy was was going to yeah, take. He still a hasn't taken that vacation. Yeah, what happened to that vacation? We're all wondering. We're all wondering. And now Renee's here. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever? <laughs> what's what's really happening? All right. Yeah. Um, all right. That was uh, that was that was your suggestion. Great. Let me uh, let me pull one up with uh how can we go with let's go with best turn okay from from baby face to heel from heel to baby face uh sometimes all it takes is a swift kick to the groin for somebody uh <laughs> to completely uh turn face right something as simple as that uh yeah we, many times we've seen we've seen a lot of that this year we've seen the uh the the rubber or the mallet we saw I think we've seen a couple mallets to the head, <laughs> they, yeah. a, a kick to the groin, a um, anything like this or Mike. Sometimes you just need uh, some damn time off because I think the best turn <laughs> uh, the best turn of the year the shooty winner MJF he took these few, uh, just the way he took these couple months off comes back gets cheered. Says he hates the place, gets cheered harder. It's like the fan. It's 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 this funny. It's this real funny thing where like he turned in our eyes 
even though he's the same guy. Um, yeah. it's it's like his on-screen character and the reaction to him do not reflect the, the same thing. The crowd is doing this. If anything, maybe is it the crowd towards MJF winning turn well, of the year? I, it's, they it's, did a little bit of a babyface tease when he started getting beaten up by the firm and stuff. A little but. bit of it, yeah, exactly. I, I was thinking, I was thinking more, more kind of return at least to. Uh, you know, yeah. th- this, well, that this, full gear match that he was full 100% babyface in the crowd's eyes. In the crowd's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Moxley did. But you know, there was this there was this big time time period when yeah he would wear uh, the jersey of the fucking Islanders jersey and the shit on the Islanders. I don't know. <laughs> he would do all the whole thing. Um, so yeah. just MJF's reaction, uh, crowd reaction. I don't know. The uh, shooty winner. Yeah. Uh, well, you said it in your build-up there. Sometimes all it takes is a swift kick in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a common way of doing it. Uh, but sometimes, you know, there's a character, there's a wrestler that's not really connecting, not really hitting the right notes. Uh, and the turn can turn the tide around. And that's exactly what happened when Dominic Mysterio kicks Edge in the balls, turns on his father, Ray. Uh, he's really coming to his own since joining the Judgment Day. So much better as a heel, acting like his uncle Eddie Guerrero, his illegitimate father. And yeah, he just seems so much more comfortable, so much more natural in the role compared to the promos he was cutting as a babyface. The yeah the the uh, the implications of this turn now to a uh, you know I'm sure who was a contender the Judgment Day. If they yeah. roll yeah. on through the year. That's the thing. Or, you know, at least uh, eight months of the year, maybe, so going into next year. Who knows? Some crazy shit could happen. Yeah. You know, faction of the year. They could be in contention for that next year. We'll mm-hmm. see what happens. Very much so. <clears throat> and it, you know, and Dominic Mysterio is no uh, stranger to the Shooty Awards, I believe. Um, yeah, he might yeah. have. Congratulations. All right. Let's go to uh, another one of the unsung heroes uh we're talking about the referee of the year a crucial part in any matchup they you know they keep things on the rails they're they're the direct line of communication between backstage and keeping the wrestlers safe when things go wrong uh so this year i'm going to give it to aew senior official paul turner the most seasoned veteran on there and uh He's the one who stepped in with Hangman versus John Moxley when the Hangman got knocked out. He, you know, he went. And he made the decision. This match is over. We're not fucking around here. This man's hurt, concussed, uh, and he's always just good at his job. He's he's never in the way. He's always in the right spots at the right time. So Paul Turner, my referee of the year. And you said it right there. You know, not only being able to perform as the official, but to be to to perform as the uh, the 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 health and safety mediary. Yeah, exactly. That's a very important role, Mike. And uh, I got to say, right there, you nailed it on the head. Exactly of why the official is is just as much as crucial as the people performing themselves. Paul Turner. Uh, unanimous <laughs> shooty winner. It was for specifically for that hangman stoppage. Also, uh, that was yeah. that was really that, that was big thing for me. Um, just the way he fucking like covers Paige, big old fucking hands up, 
big yeah. old fucking stop, stop, stop. You're like, yeah, that is the moment where you not get on that. And who knows? A yeah. second later or, you know, 10 seconds later, things could have been different. Who the hell knows? I'm not a doctor. Um, <laughs> but Paul Turner sure is <coughs> hell closer to one than I am. So, <laughs> Paul Turner, you're the uh, the ref, uh, referee of the year. Unanimous shooty. Yeah, that's why he's got the title, senior official. He's the man in charge when it comes to the referees. Senior official. Uh, Not he's old. <laughs> um, I got one here for you. Let's move, keep moving on here to breakout star of the year. Breakout star again, an- another one of the uh, tough to define kind of categories. Um, yeah, you know, people can people can perform yeah it's just yeah i don't know maybe, maybe hard to find do you have a better way of uh well, how do you like to think about it no i mean it's really open i mean yeah you could have a veteran who's been around for 20 years and then all of a sudden they just kick it up an extra gear like drew mcintyre a few years ago bobby lashley guys who have been around the block they can still have a breakout year so anyone's in contention then of course young guys coming in anyone anyone's in contention Anyone can uh, any, anyone can win it. That's exactly what you got to think about. Um, I'm giving mine to somebody who or to a t- um, to a uh, well, t- uh, two people, dare I say, <laughs> that yeah. just they 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 rose the ranks. They rose the ranks um, in ways that you don't you, you don't always get to see. Um, uh, uh, breakout star of the year, the acclaimed, shooty winners. Mm-hmm. The acclaimed have won their second shooty. Uh, <laughs> yeah, just I mean, I, I guess I would have explained something, or I would have said something similar in the best tag team. Uh, they caught my eyes. I I didn't like them before, and now I do. And I think the crowd is on board, and they've held on to the championships for way longer than I think we thought they were going to. <laughs> like initially, we thought the moment was there, and then it's like, oh, okay, well. Whatever, whatever. <laughs> but um, you know, the the moment has continued. It's great to see him go. Can't wait to see what the future holds for the acclaimed. <clears throat> yeah, definitely a breakout year for them. Uh, I almost gave them the nod, but at the end of the day, I'm gonna go with Jamie Hader. She really kind of just—I mean, she came in. She was just Britt Baker's lackey, but through her own work, she just got so over with the audience. They were treating her like a baby face, even though she's been a heel the whole time but everyone loves her she's over she's overtaken britain popularity in her own group and uh when she won that woman's title the crowd was going wild the match was amazing uh she had another great match a week or two ago against hikaru shida for the belt so she's just on fire right now jamie hater my breakout star of the year congratulations to jamie hater uh you're exactly right you're exactly right takes it up in the ring fans get engaged now Britney's her lackey, so take that. <laughs> take that, doctor. Take that, DMD. All right, on to our next award. Let's go with the best TV story. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, that's another one. I mean, it's really just whatever you like. Uh, anything can be in contention. We get some weird shit. We get some funny shit. Uh, some good shit. <laughs> good but, shit. Yeah. At the end of the day, the the people that delivered the most every time they go out there, I'm entertained. My best TV story is just the whole, 
the whole Sami Zayn bloodline, will they, won't they, joining and becoming an official member and just the whole build it's been through, just every week the crowd loves him even more. So that's just my best TV story is Sami Zayn being accepted into the bloodline. It's been cons- it's been it's been consistently <laughs> a lot of fun, and yeah. I think for and, and on to and, and in the ring also you know they've been doing their own thing in the ring but just it's the fun thing every single week. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. It's about the this is the one category where honestly like the matches are what matters <laughs> or like the this is you know the, what what you do outside. Uh, exactly. Is what is what matters. Um, so we, we we gotta say it. We gotta say it right here. Another unanimous shooty winner. TV storyline. <laughs> Sami Zayn Uso, as I'm calling him, or as it probably says on his driver's license. <laughs> or would he go Uso Zayn? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> how's that? How, 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 how does the tribal chief feel about hyphenated names? Sammy Uso, <laughs> if that's what you want to call him. Uh, I like how, yeah, you, you, you said it right there. The will they or won't they it was this dance almost that they did. Uh, mm-hmm. to, to end up to where we are here now, which is just bangers after bangers. Uh, TV storyline. Congratulations to Sammy Zayn. Uso. 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 Si, sí, senor. <laughs> uh, well, I'm saying his name is Sami Zayn. I know. I know. I know. So let's move our way over to uh, <coughs> God. It's always a fun one here. Let's look at best dressed. The shooty for best <laughs> dressed. A re a, a newer category as we as as the as the wardrobes got larger, as the closets got larger. You know, it started making us realize, hey, you don't just have to wear jean shorts and a t-shirt down to the ring. You can do whatever you want. You're, 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 yeah. you know, you have a, you have a canvas that you can dis- express yourself on, whether it be heading down to the ring, whether heading down to a promo, head- walking around backstage, it don't matter. But every single week, the best dressed shooty winner, Seth Rollins, is wearing <laughs> something unique, uh, something special, something that reflects the way th- that reflects his, his new, his newfound theme. Uh, as a person <laughs> and music, also, also Seth Rollins almost walked. Uh, you know, he was a uh, theme music. He was up there. The way the crowd has responded. Yeah, they love it. They love singing that song. Uh, and Seth Rollins loves looking fab when he does it. Uh, so Seth Rollins now, a uh, best dressed shooty. Yeah, I think that's back to back for you and him. Back to back years. <clears throat> um, yeah, for me. It wasn't so much about what they're wearing, just, uh, you know, I guess their overall look, just their presentation. And I mean, what they're wearing is all part of that. And it may seem like a simple, I mean, this person doesn't really wear anything crazy, but I don't know. They went from wearing pants to fishnets and it made all the difference because now you can see her leg tattoos. (laughs) So my favorite dress is Rhea Ripley. I just love everything about the way she looks. Uh, you know, it's the short sleeves show off those big muscles. And, uh, yeah, the pants. Now you can see her thick thighs as well. So she's jacked, baby. And you can all see it. Best dressed Rhea Ripley. <laughs> wow. Congratulations to Rhea Ripley. You're right. The And, and even to take it a step further, well, ac- accompanying Miss Ripley to the stage, uh, the rest of the Judgment Day, they are a, they are a fly look. Like, the, the bloodline doesn't look as – they don't – look as cool as the judgment day does that make sense 
<laughs> yeah. Like yeah, Usos, you know, Bloodline kind of come out in like track pants and like t-shirts or whatever, but like Yeah. <laughs> like like Judgment Day truly comes out like they're a gang. Yeah. Of ro- yeah. of roving hoodlums. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I'm giving it to Rhea Ripley. You know, nothing wrong with wearing all black and yeah, just it's not the color yeah. you wear. It's, it's how it's how you wear it. It's how you wear it. Exactly. Exactly. She just she just comes off as a beast. Yeah. So there's my choice. Congratulations! <coughs> congratulations to both uh, Seth Rollins and Rhea Ripley. All right, let's do a new category for this year. Uh, we already did the best entrance music but now we're going to do the best actual entrance so kind of there you know the presentation the choreography whatever you whatever you want to call it uh, yeah so the music obviously the music's a part of it but that's not what this award is for so my best entrance i'm going to give it to the house of black uh you know they all got those cool masks on the the bones the skulls and the spotlights they're all coordinated and yeah you know we missed them for a big chunk of the year but then they come back they do the lights out thing they always show up and yeah house of black my favorite entrance and uh we see we, we've seen a lot of the those creepy the creepy entrance right where the uh where the this there's there's it kind of blacks out and then there's vague fog yeah. and then a vague <laughs> spotlight or something um, yeah. but, uh, you know, there's always a, a new little unique thing you can do. I think, uh, you know, yeah, certainly Julia Hart's bit, the four of them all complimenting each other. Uh, congratulations. House Black. Uh, well, I am looking, um, there must be something there might, there must be something about, uh, entrances and the more people you have to do it. Right, because something is yep, more yep. something's exciting. The more people are out there, you're just getting excited for the f- f- for it. Um, so I have to say, a uh, shooty winner for best entrance. Uh, the the clean sweep of the category, dare I say, the elites return at full gear, <laughs> and I want to say specific or the elite for their work in their return. And it's so funny. We knew it. We knew it was coming. And in the moment, yeah. we were actually uh, before we were kind of like that sucks that we know they could have saved it for the pop, but uh, the combo of the song, the bright, co- and then the bright colors, the uh, fucking pyro that goes dun 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 dun. I don't know if you've uh, noticed that <laughs> on, on the on the rewatch. Uh, uh, no, I don't think I was just I was just too caught in the moment to notice that. <laughs> so the fire does the baseline, like don't you cry, That's cool. no. Mo- <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, And, yeah, and and of course, the crowd's reaction was exactly what it should have been. Uh, My personal reaction, clearly I like this a lot because I've been talking about this. Uh, (laughs) So the Elite, for your return at Full Gear 2022, you are uh, champions. Keep it up, trios teams. Do do cool entrances all the time. uh, Death Triangle does cool entrances also. Yeah, Yeah. their whole little lighting thing and... uh... I'll give an honorary mention to Shotzi Blackheart and her tank. Always a fun little Tank's thing. Tank's always fun. <laughs> we went for a while without the tank, but now the tank's back, and it shoots shoots a cannon now, so that's fun. That's nice. It shoots a cannon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
What do you got for us? Oh, that was yours. Shit, my bad. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's uh, let's get. Let's move ourselves over to another new category then. Okay. <clears throat> let's give ourselves over to the redemption of the year. Um, somebody who maybe. Uh, so I was thinking about this one, and someone who maybe just. Uh, I didn't. I didn't think, it, or it could have been a uh, an emotional redemption. You know, like they became a better person, uh, a, a physical <laughs> redemption. You know, like they came back from adversity, um, yeah. or just. Uh, I, I. But I kind of like to think this one is uh, not not redeemed yourself because you did anything bad, but redeemed yourself because I didn't know that this level was that this was still possible. <laughs> if this makes sense um, yeah. so I do have to give the inaugural shooty for uh, redemption of the year I'm giving it to Seamus yeah I'm giving nice, it to Seamus nice Sh- Sh- who it's uh, he has this uh, Tim Duncan factor to him where he's I'm not going to say so old but he's like pretty damn old and big um, and for him to just kind of keep I, I always think he's done I always <laughs> think he's down and out and this is going to be it <laughs> And we're never going to get another Sheamus match again. <laughs> and he keeps proving me wrong. He keeps proving me wrong with uh, with with authority every single week, almost it seems. Uh, that was going through my head when uh, we picked this initial award. So redemption of the year, Sheamus. Congratulations. Yeah, no, he certainly did. Uh, the crowd's taken to him. They turned him babyface, and everyone's loving it. They're cheering for him every week mm-hmm. that he's there. And, uh, that five-star match he had with Gunther at Clash of the Castle. Of course. Uh, Yeah, so Redemption of the Year. Sheamus was one of my options. I was leaning towards... First, I was kind of thinking of some of the older guys, you know, who bounced back, like Sheamus and Chris Jericho. But then at the end, I was like, no, you know what? I'll go with one who started off not that strong, but then totally redeemed themselves and have taken over. I'm going to give it to the Judgment Day. For, uh, you know, started off sketchy when Edge was still part of the group, but then once once they added Rhea Ripley to the mix and Dominic, now they've become like the second biggest faction in WWE, and uh, the crowd's really taken to them. They wow. they're on fire. No, so okay, so <clears throat> what was the order? The order was it was no, it wasn't it Rhea, Damian Pierce, and Edge, and then on a Monday. It was- <clears throat> Okay, I thought it was uh, that, and then they added Finn Balor on an episode of Raw, and then they turned on him later and that they night. Kicked out Edge the next, yeah. The, so then it yeah. was Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Rhea, and then they added Dom. Yeah, once I feel like once they kicked Edge out, is when they started to hit their stride more and Rhea. Which is funny because in the moment it felt sketchy. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, I know it's hard to just yeah, to replace to say, this guy but... who'd been building up this thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Judgment Day really turned it around from at first. They were looking like they could be the next retribution. But uh, no, now they're the top faction on Raw. Wow. It was incredible. What an incredible incredible transformation, I do have to say. Yeah, I've been enjoying it. Enjoying the ride. All right, the next award, we're going to do the best celebrity appearance. Uh, yeah, the wrestling world is no stranger to celebrities. Lots of them. There's always, you know, every WrestleMania, they cut to the crowd. There's people sitting in the front row, NFL players, musicians. You know, a lot of people love wrestling. They grew up with it. 
And uh, sometimes the wrestlers actually get involved in the matches, which is always fun to see. You know, some people put in a lot of time and effort. And uh, yeah, this year, I'm going to give it to none other than Johnny Knoxville, who you may remember had that fantastic match with Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. All the jackass guys showed up. We had a bunch of gimmicks and contraptions. Pontius was throwing his penis all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, the wee man slammed Sammy in his Andre the Giant moment. (laughs) Uh, But uh, no, Johnny Knoxville, he was the one that carried the load for the team. and Just a fun match. Obviously, Sammy Zayn, we already talked about the incredible year he's having to be able to go from, yeah, just the silliness to the serious and help Johnny have a great match. It was a great match on the show. Michael Cole was loving every minute of it. Him and Pat McAfee just going wild. and Yeah, Johnny Knoxville, my best celebrity appearance. Because, wow. uh, yeah, at this point, I don't even count Logan Paul because he's on the roster. <laughs> so I was, it, was, it was between him and Johnny, and I said, I'll give Johnny the nod. Well, so, and this is where I think uh, I started thinking about this, you know, um, when it came to Logan Paul specifically, he signed that contract. Like, I think after you sign the contract, I can't call, I I can no longer call it a celebrity appearance. You are a member of the roster. You have a page on the WWE network. Yeah. So that's kind of, yeah, the similar thinking. So, so who gets the nod? That's exact. That's exactly it. And I think, um, I mean, I just got you know, there was it was it was a slim pickings for me this year, uh, but it truly was Johnny Knoxville, the unanimous uh, celebrity appearance of the year. Like, and this is not only a celebrity appearance, a celebrity, like a match at WrestleMania. This isn't just yeah. like this is uh this isn't just you know you're there, yo, what's up? Yeah, yeah. No, he started off at the Rumble and. You know, that was that could have been it, just a quick little thing, but no, he went on to have the full on fifteen minute fun match at WrestleMania. And Jackass Four was a great movie. Yeah, Jackass Four and Four Point Five, both a lot of fun. Ooh, haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I think it's uh just as good as the theater version. Okay, there we just go. More more content, yeah. Check it out. Oh, there we go. Quick plug. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Johnny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, was that you All or right. was that me? That was my pick. That was your pick. Let's get ourselves over then to, uh, <clears throat> how about, let, let's take a look at mo, um, uh, most over. All right. Uh, most over. This one was an easy pick for me actually. Um, and it coincides with their, with their previous or their earlier shooty win of best turn. Uh, I think the shooty award for most over has to go to MJF. He receives a response like none other. I, as, as such a consistent, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel like because of the, because of the way it's this, you know, this little, his return, I think everybody was so excited to see him. They loved everything that was coming out of his mouth. Um, yeah. And for all the right reasons, uh, he is uh, MJF. Congratulations, your second shooty of the night for uh, most over. <coughs> yeah, he certainly is uh, at the top of his game, and the crowd appreciates it. But uh, I do think there was one other that 
but I'm going to give the most over to Sami Zayn. Everywhere he goes, he's just the most beloved guy. And he's still a heel, much like MGF. If you're that good at what you do, the crowd's going to cheer you no matter what. Sami Zayn, we're all waiting for the big moment when he finally does get kicked out of the bloodline. And then he's going to be even more over. Because everyone's going to want to see him get revenge on Roman. And, and beat uh, Roman? Sami Zayn, <laughs> you know, I've loved you for years. It's great to it's great to finally see him treated as a top guy in WWE. It's like, yeah, in a, in a perfect role for a guy like him. Like he can be consistent, hold his own in front of the crowd, and then put those matches on too. Yeah. He is, uh, wow, I cannot believe the, is, is this Lord of the Rings Return of the King? Or is this Sami <laughs> Zayn at the at the shooties? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> this man is all over yeah. the place. This man is all over the place. Yeah, well deserved, Sammy. A very Good well Canadian deserved. Guy. Okay, I guess that's me next. So uh, let's go with the follow-up category, least over. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you know, this is this is the uh, the booby prize of the night. It's you know, you still can say you won an award, but this is probably the one you don't want to win. And let's and let's uh, and let's also kind of reiterate, this isn't like the the good heat award <laughs> like, no this is the like we could yeah this is the bad you this is bad booing not good booing. yeah yeah i mean it doesn't even have to be a person last year i gave it to the exploding barbed wire death match mm -hmm. because of the disappointment i felt and the ending and everything and uh <laughs> i'm gonna do something similar this year i'm gonna give it to a match once again because this was one of the worst things i've seen in the history of my 30 plus years of watching wrestling 30 plus you mm. watch when you were two <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was on in the background for sure. <laughs> on my grandpa's uh, knee <laughs> oh my brother he was five he was old enough yeah. but uh the least over thing for me of the entire year was when vince mcmahon took on pat mcafee at wrestlemania in oh. a match i'm sure we all want to forget you know for 10 seconds when he took off his shirt we we're like oh shit and then the bell rang and it was literally, I think, the worst match I've ever seen in the history. We don't rate matches all the time on this show. Usually just when there's a five-star match, I'll say it. But this, if we do keep track of ratings, I would give this 0 0.25 stars for Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. The only reason it doesn't get a zero is because, you know, no one got injured. They didn't botch the pin or anything at the very least. <laughs> but... 0 0.25 That's stars. That's why. <laughs> yeah, it could have been worse in one way if like Vince had torn his quads. <laughs> oh, that would that I think everyone, I think everyone would, I would actually give it a bump. Yeah, maybe it would have been one star if he did that, but no, it was god awful, terrible, worst part of the yeah, worst thing I saw all year. One of the worst things I've ever seen in wrestling. Uncle Dave gave it so. minus 2. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he breaks the scale both ways. I I, I don't go that far. Damn, you know what I just thought of? You you had mentioned what? it. You said it right there. You're not sure if we keep track of star ratings. Why haven't we been keeping track of star ratings? Just when it's a five or close. Because, <laughs> yeah, Mike, you've I had mean, a few fives that have not been fives. I've had a few fives that have not been fives. I'm sure we, we should have been documenting this. We're, what, 209 episodes 10? in or something? And we're just thinking about <laughs> yeah. this? Yeah. 
Yeah, we've certainly mentioned or be like, I give this five stars, but yeah, we never really keep a tally of it or anything. Yeah, uh, well, I guess we gotta start keeping a tally <laughs> of it. Shit, I wish, wish for the for the record books, you know. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, whereas it comes to least over my thing, I'm glad that you're giving it to moments. This is a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm giving it to a wrestler. Uh, who uh, just when I saw him, he was getting he was he was there at that ramp or the one of the dark tapings, or wherever. He's getting booed. He's on TV and he's booed. He's just pointless. Him and his whole little clique. Uh, and I'm just gonna go back to back. QT Marshall. <laughs> like uh yeah. he gets a lot of heat but then it's it's just it's bad booing though yeah it's like you're wasted my night 10 minutes of my exactly. night on this. it's more like fuck you <laughs> dude like i guess no yeah. reaction is what you should actually do if uh yeah you want somebody like not on tv anymore you know off your screen just like <laughs> fucking don't okay i'm not yeah. gonna I'm not going to say anything. Like crickets. Just crickets. <laughs> Everyone just pull out a cricket sound on your phone and play it at the same. <laughs> if we could all agree to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can make it happen, I'm sure. Uh, so least over. Congratulations to uh, both QT Marshall, uh, Vince McMahon, and uh, God, unfortunately, Pat McAfee um, is also a yeah, co-winner. Only that. by association. Only by association, but it counts. <laughs> yeah couple honorable mentions of things i also hated remember sammy two belts when he had the two tnt titles for no reason oh that was sucked that was this year yeah that was like january so oh, early slipped yeah. in and uh carmella's mask she still had that early in the year that was one of the least over things for me as well that was pretty stupid the gimp remember mask. why she wore did, <laughs> did that ever get like justified they just stopped doing it actually I guess she hasn't been around in a while like, yeah she hasn't yeah, been i'm just curious yeah Either way, glad it's gone. Glad it's <laughs> gone. Was not wasn't quite bad enough to win an award. Let's bring ourselves over here. Um, it's my go here. We're gonna look at the shooting for the best gimmick, mm-hmm. which uh, could also, I think, at this point, just be described. Uh, just be you know, it's called the MJF Award, <laughs> right? But I did want to look yeah, outside. I, I did want to look a little bit outside of the box, and I think maybe just because. Um, they had such a great year in terms of the shooties mm-hmm. uh, that for me, the best gimmick of the year, I think it was Sami Zayn Uso. Like yeah. this guy who really wanted to be a part of the family and he would do anything for it. And he was real nice and real apologetic. And then when adversity came, he tried to keep the family. I don't know, just something about it. It, it, it was a very, very loosely defined character traits, but he was very consistent um and again it's uh, you know flowers to him sammy zainu so uh best <laughs> gimmick yeah no i'm gonna have to make it unanimous sammy zane sammy wow. Uso, everything he did uh, yeah i mean the guy's just so lovable uh he's amazing you know mjf he had the nice three-year streak going but you know he didn't quite Mix it up, you know. Some of those promos are a bit, bit too similar now. You can only shit on the city and the fans so much before we want to see some, some diversity. Good point. But good point. Yeah. Still a runner-up, MJF, but Sami Zayn, you're taking it this year, buddy. Hell yeah! Congratulations, man. Get him his. Get him his. You know, we're talking about mantle. We're talking about Chris Jericho's mantle. <laughs> I think uh, Seth Rollins is gonna have to call Chris Jericho's mantle guy. Yeah, Sami Zayn. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's what I meant. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Let's move right along to the manager of the year. Another one of those crucial, you know, they're not always wrestling. Sometimes they are wrestlers. Sometimes they're strictly managers, but still an important part of the match and the presentation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, though, I'm going to give it to someone. I guess they're not, yeah, they're, they're not really a full-time manager, but they spend a lot of the year managing. I'm going to give it to Rhea Ripley for just kind of being that ever-looming presence, the enforcer. She couldn't, she wasn't clear to wrestle, so... She just kind of became the manager of the Judgment Day by default, but uh, she was just awesome every time she was out there. She she's a presence. Uh, she even mixes it up with the men, which not many of the women do. So, Rhea Ripley, my manager of the year. That's funny. I never thought of Rhea Ripley as a manager, but uh, for all the reasons you've said right there, com- completely deserving. Yeah. Yeah, there was that. You know, a long a long <laughs> period of time where she wasn't wrestling. Uh, which, you know, I think would help fit the category of manager. I mean, most time managers don't wrestle, right, usually. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, I feel like I just had to give it to her. She was there. She was managing. Wow, congratulations. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know what? We've seen, uh, we, we yeah, that, that was a, that was a, man, that was a, that was a great thing. I wish I, I wish, I wish I think I thought about nominating her, but no, I'm going to go sticking in the morning. There's still time. I have, <laughs> We could pull a moonlight. No, I have to, I have to, I have to go with uh, you know I had to go with my gut. What I what I originally had, I guess there was always still time, but I think the votes were in for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as it comes to somebody whose role actually took a little bit of a backseat, I thought in 2022 as the rest of the story evolved. Um, but uh, manager of the year, shooty winner, Paul Heyman. Yeah, uh, always he, a solid choice. He'll never not be in contention. He'll never <laughs> not be up there, and yeah, maybe taking a bit of a back seat as Sami Zayn kind of has come in to be a to be a talker, and Roman's gotten so gotten so much better that he maybe doesn't need somebody to talk anymore. But guess who's still there holding those title champ holding those title belts, looking up at Roman like he's a fucking god? It's still <laughs> Paul Heyman. He's still there. Uh, you might forget about it sometimes. He's a little penguin. Paul Heyman, you are the manager of the year. First right. time winner also, so uh, surprising. <coughs> How about I bring you some... Uh, I got one right here. What about, uh, what about best backstage personality? Okay. Um, backstage personality, of course, these are the people who are interviewing... <clears throat> um, you know, interviewing you backstage, doing the pre-tapes, doing the things. Sometimes, uh, you know, they get a little too close to the action than they would have hoped. Um, and although this this might be a bit of a controversial moment because uh, this particular backstage personality had in, had his encounter not backstage at all, actually on the stage on the entrance ramp. Um, because I got to give best best backstage personality to the one and only Tony Schiavone. When he took yeah. that, he took a bump, baby. You don't bump Shivani. He's back there. He's talking to the fuck. He's back <laughs> here with the acclaimed. He's over here with Moxley. He's doing this. He's back on comedy. Hardest working man in professional wrestling, Tony Shivani. Uh, once again, um, best backstage personality. Yeah. 
No, you said it all there. So uh, I'll just go ahead and make it unanimous. Wow. Tony Schiavone. So now I think that's back to back years for him. Um, he he won the initial uh, he won the initial coronation. Uh, yeah. he, he got a one, he got, he got one nomination or he got one shooty last year, but, uh, okay. I felt, or I, uh, I nominated Adam Pierce and Sonia Deville. Oh yeah. Yeah. Back when they were still doing their thing. But this could uh, be, this could be called, you know, if we have the EO Shirai award, this would be <laughs> the, the Tony Schiavone award would be the best backstage personality. Yeah, but it seems, uh, you know, now that they've hired Renee Paquette, she's kind of taken over some of his responsibilities, so uh, she might be in the mix next year. Could be. Could be. Love to see it, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's go to... We're getting near the end here. We Let's, really are. We're, we, we, we're saving those last few big ones. Yeah. Let's do the... Uh, a new award, the uh, most underutilized wrestler of the year. Yeah, good one. So. And this can be, uh, this can probably be. I, 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 you said you. This was you thought about this one. I thought about this as a. Um, I mean, just kind of in the definition right there, somebody who every time we see them is fantastic, but we never see them. I think that would make yeah, you underutilized. Or- or sometimes even when you see them, they're not, you know, they could be doing so much more, so much bigger hmm. and better things. That's why I'm giving my most underutilized award to Brian Danielson. Wow. Wow. This man, this man, he should be, he should have been world champion by now. You know, Moxie didn't need to win it twice within a couple months. And he loses more than he needs to. He's, you know, he loses like 25% of his matches when it should be like 10% or less. You know, you've got one of the best wrestlers of all time and he's feuding with guys like Daniel Garcia and fucking, I don't know, fighting Chris Jericho five times when we don't need. And I don't know. I just think Brian Danielson, if you could rewrite history, you could have booked him in CM Punk's role. Knowing how that all turned out, it would have been a much better, much better summer. I, I see what you're saying there in so far where it's like, well, if he didn't want to win it anyways, hold on to it while you're not actually it. I do like understand what you're saying there. Fuck. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, it, I mean, he started big... out mm-hmm. like last year. He came in so hot and he had that match with Kenny Omega and then the two matches with Hangman. And after that, pretty much ever since the Blackpool Combat Club formed, I feel like. I was going to say since yeah. after his blood and guts injury, I think that he was on a path that was derailed when that happened. Yeah, that's a big part of it, too. Um, I don't know. I just feel like when he first came into the company, you know, this is one of the biggest stars in all of wrestling. And now he's kind of just another guy on their roster is how he's treated, not how I feel about him. But he just feels like another guy. He's, yeah, you are right. You are right. Damn, it's uh, it, it's tough to see. Unfortunately, a guy like that. Maybe this isn't a, you know, I I sorry. I'm, I'm making it sound like a downer award. This is just uh, this is a great. I mean, award. it's a downer. I mean, yeah, it's it's good to win because it means we recognize that you're better than this. But yeah, it's a downer that uh, booking wise that he hasn't achieved a bit more. Hmm. Uh. Well, then I got to go to um. God, you know, we're sticking with oh god, a bad theme. We're sticking with an AEW here. Um, apparently, but we've got a glimpse of this performer only recently and has made me and I'm sure a lot of other fans thinking, why the fuck have we been seeing this the whole time? Uh, I'm talking about Ricky Starks. 
Ricky Starks yeah. has recently yeah. had oper- an opportunity with MJF. He's currently entangled with Chris Jericho. And I think myself, along with a lot of fans, were just thinking to themselves, well, why the fuck was, hasn't this been the case the whole time? Was it <laughs> yeah, like no, why if he was if he's this good, why is he hovering around on, you know, on dark and he's been he's been making the same sentiments. Yeah. No, I uh can't disagree with that. Yeah, so congratulations to Ricky Starks and Brian Danielson. Hopefully you're both going to be more utilized uh, in the future. Hopefully. So let's bring ourselves over to uh always a fun one. Of course, we're talking the best finishing move. Um, finishing moves are a little tough these days. People people kick out of stuff, right? Yeah, <laughs> right. People are people are kicking out of stuff <laughs> these days at an unprecedented rate. Um, you know, I mean, how many times has uh, have the uh, have you know the arc even if even the RKO is not safe? <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much everything, everything except the one winged angel. Ah, and then the uh, Falcon Arrow, of course. Uh, but I'm going to give my finisher this year to uh, a funny one because, well, I mean, a little funny to me because it seems like a few man, a few mans are starting to use it now and winning some matches, <coughs> uh, winning some big matches at that. I'm gonna say the finishing uh, shooty award finishing move of the year goes to the Pedigree. When performed hmm. by Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, give it to me. Uh, Seth is beating. He's he's winning matches. He's beating Lashley. Cody's beating Seth. Wow. These are, yeah. some, these are some big <laughs> moments here in professional wrestling from a move that is pretty much that guy's thing. Like uh, nobody else can do a fucking cutter in WWE, but suddenly. Mans are pulling out this pedigree, um, and it's, uh, I think it's going to make a comeback in 2023. Pedigree, uh, <clears throat> finisher of the year. Yeah, I think Edge hit one on Rollins when they were feuding as well. So, mm. uh, Yes, the pedigree, a classic, an all-time classic. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with something, something brand new that uh, I had never seen before, and really just came in right near the end of the year we haven't even really seen it on tv so i'm talking about soul ruka and that new crazy move she debuted she called it the soul snatcher where she jumps off the rope does like an inverted front flip into a cutter uh so they are letting someone else use the cutter but hers was just so crazy so different uh i feel like once once people see that on the main roster, it's going to be like the first time they saw the Canadian Destroyer. They're like, holy shit, what was that? <laughs> what was that? So Soul Ruka and the Soul Snatcher. Hopefully we'll start seeing that move. It's only been on level up so far, which is, I mean, it's strange to say, but I just like it so much. I have to give it an award. Wow. I don't think I've even seen this. Uh, I sent you the clip of it on Instagram. It was that. That crazy move she did. You saw it at least once. Um, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. I mean, I'm sure I did. You reacted to it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Wait, I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it up. We're looking at it. We're looking at it. I can't remember the rope. Wait, it's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. I just can't <laughs> picture it. I really want to picture it. Yeah, and then she goes, "Oh yeah, that's dope!" I right, right. We sent that right. The surfer chick, right? 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That check. thing's that's sweet. Yeah. Crazy, crazy move. Uh, hopefully it'll. I mean, the clip on Twitter got like two million, four million views or something. Really? So wow. It's helping her. That can help her get over just based on that one move alone. So. Sometimes that's all you need, baby. Sometimes that's all you need. Congratulations, uh, wow, to uh, Sol Ruka for a uh, very <laughs> first shooty award. That's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, kind of... yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess before we get to the final two big ones, we got to get the best ring announcer. Mm-hmm. Uh, get that in there. Uh, I'll just throw it down to uh, Justin Roberts, AEW's head ring announcer. Always got great passion, great inflection in his voice. Uh, former WWE guy. He's been around the block. He's been in the business a long time. So, Justin Roberts, you're my guy. <clears throat> yeah, the ring announcer is a uh, it's a tough role because you're out there being heard all the time. Yeah. How do you captivate the crowd? Um, you know, in the sh- in the short few seconds that you have uh, before you announce the name, or Mike, how do you captivate the crowd in the minutes before you go live to air? <laughs> That's right. Because the unanimous shooty winner Justin Roberts was entertained. He was great with the crowd, and that like he's like two minutes left. Hey, great sign we got there. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Stokes, yeah. CMJF. Uh, not only did he keep the crowd engaged and excited for Canada's first ever um, episode of AEW Dynamite, um, the, yeah, the Justin Roberts Award. He's he's slowly running away with <laughs> with the category, the genre. Yeah, he really was kind of like the MC of the night as well. Kind of. Keeping but, everyone engaged throughout the, the, the commercial breaks. Just, yeah, keeping everyone hyped up. It was great. Wow, it's incredible to see. Congratulations, Justin Roberts. Uh, God, a lot of a, a lot of uh, full, a lot of unanimous winners this year. Actually, surprisingly, more than more than other years. Uh, yeah. So let's get ourselves over to uh, we're, we're down to the big two here, baby. So let's bring out first the match of the year. And Mike, Ooh. we have been privy. We have been uh, lucky to have experienced <coughs> wow some incredible matches in the last four years, just in general. I wonder oh, yeah. maybe after five, how, after how many years do we uh, pick like a match of the, I guess match of the decade, I guess you have to pick 10, you know, or like a you know, <laughs> match of the amount of time that we've had or whatever. Yeah, that, uh, I don't know. Yeah, eventually <laughs> we would, eventually we're gonna have to like circle into that, yeah. Maybe who, episode 300. Yeah, like who is the most maybe. over out of everyone? <laughs> yeah, pick. of all time. Most over ever, Hulk. Um, not for me but um, I mean if you dude if you want to talk about something that was over this match was over as fuck this match was over as fuck and Mike we had said that one one simple change to a card would have changed the trajectory of this entire production Um, of this entire shooties production I mean to say Uh, but that tweak would not have changed the end result of Gunther Sheamus at Clash of the Castle um, <laughs> this was the you know, and Seamus. This was a this was a man who's come up, and you know, a redeemer of the year, a redemption tour yeah. of the year, uh, and Gunther, who's brand new on the fucking roster with his badass lean cut, yeah, meeting in the UK. Uh, like the moment was fucking massive, and uh, the crowd was fucking massive. The match was fucking massive. These boys were fucking massive. 
<laughs> this match was so so much fun. Uh, and uh, you know, cl- fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Seamus Gunther, congratulations, your match at Clash of the Castle, shooty winner, shooty winner, five star recipient. Don't, I don't even care what Uncle Dave has to say on this one. <laughs> no, we don't care. We don't care. Fun. Uh, yeah, fantastic match, amazing match. Uh, probably the best of Seamus's career. Gunther's already had a couple five stars, but it could also be his best. Hard to say. Uh, but you know, sometimes there's an extra element that can push things over the edge. Mm. We all love wrestling. We all love the moves. Uh, but when you can add some realism to it, I mean, I mean we're not going to get in the debate of real versus fake, but there was nothing fake about when Cody Rhodes took off that robe and his entire fucking right side and his arm are just purple. He tore his pec a few days before the match, but he still said, fuck that. I'm going to go out and fight. And not only fight uh, versus Seth Rollins inside Hell in a Cell, but put on the match of the year. Five stars. Um, They weren't shy. They worked over. They were fucking taking chair shots. Kendo stick just grinding into that torn purple pec. Uh, One of the most emotional, gutsy performances you've ever seen in the history of wrestling. Uh, that visual will live on forever. Just insanity. Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, my match of the year. Wow. Congratulations. And so deservedly so. Um, you're right. The rumors were swirling that he tore his peck, but he's still going to wrestle. Is this a shoot? Is this a work? And uh, the unanimous <laughs> groan as soon as he opened yeah. his <laughs> he like took off his fucking jacket. It was like it was like the reverse pop. The whole crowd the was re- like, <laughs> just like gas. Just re- silence, stunned silence. The reverse pop. <laughs> yeah, which is a gasp, I guess. <laughs> it's that like reverse reverb on a symbol like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's the literally the it was the energy was getting sucked out of the air. Uh, wow, um, this was an incredible moment uh, for all of us. I think for both of these dudes, um, <clears throat> Cody, you know, Cody's going to come back on top, and Seth's been on top ever since. Um, so wow, yeah, this was it was exactly. just uh, inc- incredible stuff. Yeah, I know we said uh, we don't care about Uncle Dave, but our two picks were hers, his only two five-star matches in WWE wow. in the last 11 years. So we agree on that. <laughs> we agree on that much, at <laughs> least. Uh, congratulations, too, on this one. Cody Rhodes for his uh, second uh, match of the year shooty. Um, yeah, I'll uh, never forget him versus Dustin, of course. Of course, yeah. No, congratulations to... Uh, yeah. Big match, Cody. Yeah, he know he knows when to pull it out when he has to. Mm-hmm. Which uh, okay, this, this, this is it. This yeah. is it, Mike. The final award of the year, best male wrestler. Um, yeah, this one was hard. I mean, the women's wrestler we said was hard, kind of for different reasons. This one was hard just because so many guys delivered on so many fronts. Not that the woman different, but yeah, there was just it was hard to pick a standout. And we uh, we had such a year of turmoil, I think, over with that AEW championship that mm-hmm. there was a lot of half measures. It felt, yeah, you know, like a, a, a great body of a great resume, but it didn't span enough of the year 
to, to, to justify the work of some others, maybe. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, even though this guy, he missed a couple months of the year, I'm still going to give it to Maxwell Jacob Friedman for all his great work. Obviously, the promos, the uh, the title match. Yeah, you may even remember the CM Punk feud feels forever ago, but that happened earlier this year. Yeah, that was revolution, beat, right? Yeah, one of them. He beat him, and then they had the dog collar rematch. and All the stuff in between. The feud with Wardlow was great. Uh, MJF, he doesn't have to fight that often. <laughs> uh, but he's still my male wrestler of the year. Wow, and like we've and like we've said, uh, whatever he's getting paid, it's like way too much because his re- his wrestles a year is insane. He's he's, he's at like <laughs> six or something. Yeah, it's crazy. Which is to say, hey, that's that's more than me. I'm not saying you know, I'm not saying this is a cakewalk. <laughs> what he's doing here, but yeah, <clears throat> wow, it's incredible. See, congratulations to MJF. Um, yeah, Mike. Uh, I'm just I'm 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 flopping around on the other side. This was a very hard one for me too, uh, just because I feel like a lot of things were were started and stopped, started and stopped. Um, yeah. For me, uh, MJF. He had his year was kind of in these two different third chunks. First third, bangers always. Second, he wasn't there. Third, 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 banger as always. It was incredible to see um, MJF perform at such a high level. Uh, but there's one man for me who I think is performing at the highest level, um, and that is your tribal chief, Roman Reigns, the wrestler yeah. of the year. Um, now, uh, second time him winning this award, and this is a big award. Um, yeah, it's great definitely. to see, and on it's great to see. Uh, not only yeah, there's the television every week. It's the great matches after great matches. It's just the pure dominance. And hell, certainly the Sammy Sammy Uso has a big thing to do with why Roman Reigns uh, is kind of involved with so much excitement. I think, um, <laughs> but Roman does it himself. And yeah, don't ever lose the title. Just vacate it and go to Hollywood. You and your perfect teeth. No. Yes, <laughs> um, Vacating it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for all of those reasons, uh, Roman Reigns, uh, both Roman Reigns and Maxwell Jacob Freeman, our respective champions, uh, they're the wrestlers of the year, male wrestlers of the year. Wow. Yeah. You know, that one was tough. Uh, you know, even Sami Zayn, he was in the mix for me, but he didn't as much good character work as he's done he hasn't he didn't have that one big match or so to put him over the edge these are all tough right uh, it's it's a tough it's a tough uh career we found ourselves in here yeah and john moxley he was another candidate just for like we said earlier just help carrying the load of the company when they needed him most with all the unpredictability the injuries injuries the brawl out fallout all mm-hmm. that crap so yeah at the end of the day there can only be one in our case, too, MJF and Roman Reigns. So. <laughs> Congratulations <laughs> to both C- uh, uh, MJF and Roman Reigns. Um, and wow, what a great, what incredible shooties it's been uh, to see so many, um, so, so many new names. I think, which is uh, which is big. People like Sol Ruka. We have Logan Paul, uh, Jamie Hayter. A lot of people new to the acclaimed, even. Yeah. Yeah. It's always nice to see some new blood mix in with the old and 
uh, you know, the clock is now reset. Shooty 2023 contention is now opened. So, uh, for, at the stroke of midnight, John, <laughs> in 2023 is when the new professional wrestling year, um, uh, year comes together, Mike. And, uh, you, you uh, the shooties, even within themselves, setting a personal record of 12 unanimous shooty winners. Wow. So that's, yeah. About uh, just over a third of all categories we agreed on. You're right. I think it's uh, I you know I think the, the 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 great there's a difference between the good and the great, and I think the shooties is the award show that uh that that shows us that more than anything. Agreed. And after that marathon show, one of the oh this I I love the shooties, Mike. This is my favorite show oh, of yeah. the year. It's gotta be absolutely. <laughs> and uh, thanks for yeah, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Thanks for listening. The show is everywhere. So rate, review, like, and subscribe. Um, you know, I can't wait. We'll see you next year. I, I'll bring my tux to the dry cleaner because, as you know, it's very sweaty. And already, <laughs> it's these lights. It's these stage lights. Uh, uh, you know. So yeah, Mike, bring your suit back to the tux. Um, <laughs> pour. Uh, get another bottle of champagne so you can have a, like a vintage. You know, you have a 2022. Yeah, it'll be a nice vintage aged one year. And uh, uh, and we'll be back next week, but with, with with the weekly wrestling action, though. You know, uh, all these pre-taped um, holiday shows uh, will be done, and now we'll be on to the good stuff. Yeah, we're getting a John Cena match this week on SmackDown, so he just made it. He's two days away from breaking his 20-year streak of having a match every year, so we'll see you. Oh, you know. thank God. Thank God we squeaked <laughs> it in there, Johnny. Uh, yeah. That was so much fun. Uh, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we'll be back next week. And, Mike, take care of yourself. All right. We'll see you next year and next week and every week until the end of time. 